Hello, listeners. My name is Ruby Bodie, and welcome to episode 12 of EPSD PD Podcast at Estes Park School District. We hope to enlighten, inspire, or just spark conversation and curiosity about teaching and learning. I am overflowing with gratefulness for our compassionate, funny, and loving students. I feel grateful and blessed every day, and especially today. Today, while I was walking in the high school, a student introduced me to a new student in our schools by saying, Hey, have you met Miss Bodie yet? She is one of the best humans on this planet. Wow. That is an example of the kind of students we have in our community. And for that, I am so grateful for you all. And I brag about you every chance I get with other administrators throughout the state. And thank you to that student, you know who you are, for that nice compliment. I think you are one of the best humans on this planet. And I'm going to come back to how that expression of gratitude was benefit to me and you later in this episode. We recently wrapped up the Thanksgiving holiday and just around the corner in a few more weeks, we will have our winter holiday break. This provides a great time in our lives to refocus and reflect on what we are grateful for. Last November, episode three of the EPSD PD podcast highlighted what students and teachers in our district are grateful for at school. If you missed episode three, go back and have a listen. This is a follow-up episode of the voices of students throughout the district. You will hear what students from kindergarten through 12th grade are grateful for, and I'll recap what research says about how expressing gratitude improves our own health and wellness. Why is it important to routinely practice expressing gratitude? Here's why. One of the global outcome competencies for students is social, emotional, and physical wellness. For that reason, it is important that we teach our students about the importance of gratitude for their own wellness. Let's recap from our episode last November what research published by Psychology Today says are the top seven health and wellness benefits of expressing gratitude. First, it increases mental strength and cognitive processing. And if you listened to our episode one about the brain, you know how being happy conditions the brain to learn and retain information. So expressing gratitude increases learning and executive processing because it calms the limbic system by releasing serotonin and dopamine, which are neurotransmitters that create feelings of happiness and being content. Once dopamine and serotonin are released, it allows the limbic brain, which houses memory, to communicate with the neocortex for executive processing so learning can happen. In a few words, it releases chemicals that allow different parts of our brain to interact and communicate with each other so we can learn. Another top benefit is that expressing gratitude improves self-esteem and resiliency. A third benefit is that people who routinely express gratitude sleep better. I can attest to this. I have a grateful journal next to my bed and I began writing what I was grateful for before going to sleep at night. When I start to slip out of this habit, not only do I struggle with sleep, but I also see a decline in my motivation and my attitude. The next two benefits are that it increases empathy and it reduces aggression. This largely has to do with the release of dopamine and serotonin in the brain, which I talked about earlier. These hormones have so many benefits. Routinely expressing gratitude increases emotional well-being and happiness, and it decreases depression, as well as improves overall psychological health. The sixth benefit is that it increases physical wellness. Expressing gratitude and increasing happiness reduces blood pressure, reduces pain, increases your energy, and increases your longevity of life. That is reason enough for me to start tomorrow. 
And the seventh major benefit of routinely expressing gratitude is that it increases your relationships with others, not only the number of positive relationships you have, but also the longevity of those relationships. This brings me back to that student I mentioned earlier in the podcast. By expressing his gratitude for me, his own health and wellness improved, and mine did too, because as soon as he said that, both our brains released serotonin and dopamine and made us both happy. So it is important to express your gratitude for others directly to them and spread these health and wellness benefits. That is why I made my way to each of our schools to provide opportunities for students to express their gratitude about school. I set up my microphone in the lunchrooms and let students come up and express what they are grateful for. Let's listen to what the elementary students had to say. Um, I my school to play and to do math of uh, that I'm going to play with my my, my brother and my friend. Well, I don't really have a brother. He's just my friend. But it's like a brother because you're such a close friend. Yeah. Yeah, school is a great place to come and meet with your friends, isn't it? What are you grateful for? We have great teachers. You have great teachers here? That is so good to hear. What makes them great teachers? They keep us safe. They do. You feel safe here? That is something to be grateful for. Um, I, I like that everyone's safe in the school and everyone's nice and kind in the school. I think they can help us very well. I really like my teacher. Yeah. I'm grateful for my teacher. Yeah? That's really good to hear. Well, I like to see my friends and like to help people at school. One time after school, um, at this program, um, I tripped and I was bleeding. And and I got a Band-Aid and someone helped me out. Um, boy to make friends. I'm grateful for math. What makes me grateful and happy is that um, I get to learn a lot every day and learn new stuff. That I got extra time on recess. Oh, that is a... I like recess and I like math so much and reading is my best part of school. I'm thankful at school that we have three recesses in PE and fun math and fun stuff. I'm thankful for... P.E. and music in our specials. Why is school makes me happy and grateful to come is you can learn and there's lots of new things to learn every day of your lives. What I like about school is just that it's so fun. I, I like school because it you learn math and there's like lots of games in P.E. and we have new books when we bring back books from library. I'm grateful for having best friends at school. I'm grateful for my teacher that I have a really good teacher and yeah. I'm thankful for working so hard. I have friends and uh, 
I can play with my friends and they are good friends. I am grateful for recess and science and art and um, my teacher and friends and stuff. That's a lot of things. I am thankful for reading, science, and my teacher, and also recess. I'm grateful for science because I get to try new experiments out. Awesome. That sounds super fun. I am grateful for everything. Everything at school? I <laughs> am grateful for my teacher and friends. Thank math? Ooh, tell me about math. What makes, what makes you like math? It's fun doing math. I'm grateful for math because I like math. I'm grateful for school because I get to do math and play. Me gusta que las maestras me den clases porque así aprendo más. I feel grateful. I feel grateful for school, for school because I get to play with my friends at recess. I'm thankful for um school because they make us make us learn and have fun and make us safe. Well, I'm thankful for that I get to hang out with my friends and I get to um, learn about new things I never know before. Um, math, it's fun because I get to do all the quizzes and stuff. And I like um, how my teacher, she is really nice and kind. My mom works here. Oh, that's awesome. So you can see your mom every day at school? How great. I'm thankful about school that that um, we get art classes and PE and music. Me gusta como nos tratan las maestras. I'm grateful for school because I know it's a safe place that I can learn from. I'm thankful for all my friends and teachers. I like school because it's an opportunity to meet new people. I'm grateful for school because you can make friends and because you have to learn too. Thank you. I like school because you get to meet new friends and have lots of fun and learn. Thank you. I like about school it's because you can have lots of friends. Thank you. I like school because you can play outside and also you can do writing. I like school because I get to see my friends and I get to learn so I can learn new jobs and that and so I can know what I want to be when I grow up. I love school because there are a lot of challenging problems and with those challenging problems you, you can become very clever and there are a lot of kind teachers here and a lot of kind friends. I'm grateful about the school because I just get to be here because I was homeschooled my whole life. How I'm grateful for school is um, um, I try to be my best in class and um, I like to protect my friends whenever they're hurt. I'm thankful for kind teachers and friends that help me through rough times. I am grateful for going to school because I want to go to college. A mí me gusta la escuela porque tengo muchos amigos, amigos que me quieren y mi maestra es muy buena conmigo. 
I am grateful for the great staff we have here at Estes. There is no doubt about it that expressing our gratitude makes us feel good. I enjoyed watching the smiles get bigger and bigger on the faces of these students as they shared their gratitude about school and their teachers. Sharing our gratitude with each other can build relationships between students and teachers and help us understand one another. And with understanding one another comes compassion, which is a global outcome of ours. And when conflict does arise, the likelihood of building empathy increases. Let's listen to what the students at the middle and high school had to say. Um, I'm grateful for my friends. Um, I'm grateful for um, my friends and school in general. My friends, because like, they support me in a lot of things. Um, that, every, that school is free. In the lockers, you get more space to put your stuff. Although mine doesn't have that much space because I throw stuff in there. Um, I'm grateful for some good friends that um, I can trust, and uh, they help me through hard times, and I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for the chance to go to school. I'm grateful for like getting the chance to get an opportunity to get an education and like getting away from home because like home is kind of boring and there's school something to do. I'm grateful for learning and meeting all these people, you know, friends, and yeah, just learning in general the extracurricular activities and things like that, so like the play and sports and stuff like that. I, don't know, I just like being able to push myself and things like that. Also, one. communicating and talking with friends. That's another, that's another big one. Uh, talking with friends, just being like social. Not necessarily getting the like classes done, but being able to learn how to communicate properly for jobs and stuff friends and lunch usually because we get to talk to our friends a lot. Well, first of all, my friends, they always keep me energetic and um, one, they always keep me wanting to be productive. And also my parents, they're all, they always tell me that you go to school, you'll have a good education and hopefully a good future. Swim practice. Seeing my friends every day. Friends. My friends. My friends, too. I'm grateful for my friends and the support they give me at school and how happy they make me when I'm around them. It is evident that public school provides the place for students to build social relationships, and these students are very grateful for their relationships they have with their friends. At this age, being accepted and loved socially is of utmost importance. In addition to being grateful for the time and the day to be with their friends, students also had a lot to say about their teachers and the great education they are providing. Let's listen. And I also appreciate teachers that, that listen to me and work with me to, to learn and not just go through the class expecting me to just listen and do whatever they tell me. Teachers that are actively working with the students, that's what I appreciate about school. I like band. She's a really good teacher. Um, I really like that we have independent studies because then we get to do what we want to do if it's not offered uh, at schools. Yeah, I have one where I'm actually writing my own novel, which is super cool, so I'm glad I get that opportunity. I just like his class. She teaches science really good. Yeah, luncheon band. He's such an amazing teacher and helping us learn such an amazing amount of knowledge in like a short amount of time. And yeah, he's a great teacher. I am thankful for uh, 
the Olympic Games because it is a very engaging activity. I'm grateful for learning, <laughs> yeah, and football. I'm grateful for, for all the choices you have at school. There's so many classes, there's so many teachers. The teachers are all wonderful. They all care about us. She is really kind. She acts like a mother to us. She would do anything for us. Well, I just really like art class, and she's super nice to everybody. She tells us all the different kinds of materials we can use, so we can do anything, any kind of project we want with any kind of material. I'm also grateful for it that we have a robotics class. I'm grateful for the wonderful teacher that teaches us. They teach us maybe multiple ways of doing it. The teachers? Because uh, they spend their time uh, working with us to um, help us in the future. As humans, we are all negative thinkers. Hey, don't beat yourself up about it. We're all this way. It's part of our evolutionary past, and it's the way our brains work. It's supported by loads of evidence and research, and it's just the way we are as humans. It's called negativity bias, and let's just take a moment to talk about it. Our brains have what neuroscientists call negativity bias, and this means our brains are built with greater sensitivity to unpleasant news, information, and experiences. Zaretta Hammond writes about negativity bias and its implications on learning in a book many of us have read called Culturally Responsive Teaching in the Brain. Our brain remembers and responds to negative experiences up to three times more than positive experiences. This originates from our limbic system, or our reptilian brain, designed to be on the lookout all the time for threats to our safety and psychological well-being. That's why, in our teacher preparation programs, we were taught for every corrective or negative feedback we give a student, we should always give three pieces of positive feedback. That didn't come out of nowhere. There is research behind why to do that. Here's the other crazy thing. One of the things our brain does when we get stressed, anxious, or feel a threat to our limbic brain is produce large amounts of cortisol. Well, cortisol is a hormone in the brain that puts a stop to learning and information processing for at least 20 minutes and can stay in the body for up to three hours. Keep this in mind in the classroom when your students are upset. They can't really access their brain for the next 20 minutes. This is why an inclusive environment and positive relationships in the classroom are so important. We have a tendency to lean toward the negative in every aspect of our lives. We are much more apt to discuss everything that was bad about our day before we get to anything that was good about our day. But once we are aware of this and can identify it in our thinking, we can change it. Be aware of your negativity bias. And one of the best ways to counteract this in your brain is by routinely expressing gratitude. We can change this negativity bias, and Alex Korb writes about it in an article called The Grateful Brain. And in an article by Jessica Stillman called Gratitude Physically Changes Your Brain, they both cite research studies that suggest by practicing gratitude, you can train your prefrontal cortex to appreciate and retain positive and happy thoughts and deflect negative ones and counteract this negativity bias. So thank you for listening, and here are some tips that you can take away for your own classroom. Teach students the difference between gratefulness and being thankful. Take some time for students to verbally share what they are grateful for and listen to each other. You could add it to a restorative circle conversation. Pick a student each day and share with them why you are grateful for them and be specific and descriptive. 
follow up with a phone call or email to their parents expressing why you are so grateful for their child. Tell a coworker why you are grateful for them. This will go a long way in building the culture of your workplace. Create a grateful wall in your classroom where students post pictures and stories of what they are grateful for. You could do this on Schoology or Seesaw, or they could make a clips video to share. Keep a grateful journal, or have your students keep a grateful journal. Write down every day something or someone or an experience you are grateful for. Volunteer somewhere and do some service learning with your students. Be conscious of your thinking and your students' thinking and recognize negativity bias. And the final tip is to practice being aware of your brain's negativity bias. That'll allow you to counter it every chance you get. Take some time to stop, think, and share in some way what in your life you are grateful for. And don't stop at one thing. We have so much to be grateful for. Thanks to all the students that participated in the production of this podcast. Thank you so much for listening. And if you have any more ideas on tips for the classroom for being grateful and routinely practicing gratefulness, follow the blog and comment and share your ideas. You can find the blog at epsdpdpodcast.com. And you can find this podcast and all our previous podcast episodes. Thanks again for listening.